0: Every moment spent in connection, reflecting on who we are and how we've grown, the moments that are full of joy and celebration, and then those moments that challenge us and ask us to change course, pivot in a new direction, and grow and change in ways that we never anticipated. Every moment spent in connection, sharing those reflections, coming together around shared experiences, changes who we are. Because it allows us to get to know who we are, to get to know our hearts, and it allows us to form connections and community around shared passions, interests, and joy. Welcome to Lessons In, a new series from Seek the Joy podcast. Through conversations focusing on life's biggest lessons, this series will explore the joys we can find through these experiences and the connection and community we create through sharing our reflections. It's an open and honest look at the moments and lessons in our lives that impact us. Every episode features a conversation that will leave you feeling inspired, motivated, full of joy, and get you thinking about the experiences in your life and the lessons they've taught you. Lessons In, a new series from Seek the Joy podcast. Welcome back to Lessons In. Today, I'm joined by Carol May Wittick, and Carol is the creator, host, and executive producer of the podcast, HER Conversations, Tools for the Awakening Woman. HER is an acronym for Higher Energetic Resonance. And launched in 2017, the show is a beautiful platform for the voices of powerful women from all around the world and Carol and I first connected last year when I was on her podcast and I'll make sure to link that episode in the show notes. She is so wonderful and I'm so happy that she joined me this week to share a lesson that she's learned about really the beautiful and powerful connection between self-love and spirituality and how really so much can change in our lives when we take a moment to acknowledge, appreciate and celebrate our own inner growth and self-love. We talk about the growth that came from her experiences with self-love and spirituality over the last year, and the joy that she's really found in the journey. Carol's reflections, honesty, and vulnerability will leave you feeling inspired and remind you that we can truly nourish the deepest parts of who we are if only we give ourselves the chance. To learn more about Carol, this week's new episode, and our series Lessons In, head on over to the website, seekthejoypodcast.com. Everything is right there. I'm really excited to share this week's new episode with you guys. So without further ado, let's dive in to Lessons in Self-Love and Spirituality with Carol May Wittick. There is such a beautiful connection between self-love and spirituality, and I have found for myself that as I dive into my own self-love and dive into my own spirituality, they both shift and change. I think both as a result of personal experiences, but also I think experiences and and things that are sort of happening i guess maybe on the the world stage and i think too as we begin to nurture ourselves love more our spirituality begins to nourish and grow and flourish too and it's it, they they work Sort of hand in hand. So I'd love to know from you, what has your experience been this connection between self-love and and spirituality?
1: Mm, just such a good question. So timely for me as well. And the first thing that I really had to understand was what does self-love mean? Because, mm-hmm. you know, you see all these phrases and hashtags and, and and it kind of, I think sometimes gets a little bit meshed up with like candles and nice baths and cool music and staying, you know, that, that namaste kind of feel mm-hmm. thing. And, and you know, which is nice. You need to do these, kind. you need to take care of yourself on a physical level. But I really personally started to know what the definition meant to me anyway in a much deeper way I'd say over over the, the past six months of my life where I had to just literally take a pause on everything. I had to really slow down or actually just stop the rate at which I was producing the podcast and I had to say goodbye in a way I had to grieve certain relationships and that were toxic basically Um, but what then started to come to light was I don't know an, an awareness started to wake up with me when I'd kind of have interactions and as I was really digging into the work of what I wanted the podcast and everything around that to be I realized that I wasn't getting any acknowledgement is and not everything that you do is going to be for everyone particularly yeah. when you know but what it was it was just almost in some certain ways it was like a complete disregard that any of it existed and a and, and a complete disregard for me as a person and and things that I hadn't fully taken on board yet and what started to really um crop up for me is in in situations with those people, it'd be like, this doesn't feel good. This isn't, I don't, I come away from those things feeling more and more wretched, more and more you know why am I playing small in in this? Mm-hmm. In the end, my hand got forced. So I'm like because if I stay in these relationships or connected to these people, I'm just going to have to hide more and more of what my ambition is for the world. And it's I can't do the two. You know, I'd, I'd gone as far as I possibly could hiding, <laughs> and I wanted to go further. And yet, you know, in order to maintain those relationships, I had to let them go. And then it floored me in a way that I was not expecting. And it meant that I had to sit down and really grieve not only the relationships, what I thought the relationships were going to be. I also had to really look at myself and appreciate that and be honest and, and see that I had forsaken myself mm. for for kind of familiarity but the familiarity wasn't serving me so what the self-love meant was that I needed to, to actually sit down and and take stock of all the things that I had achieved in my life the things that I'd created and you know maybe it wasn't setting the world on fire or maybe I wasn't Oprah or whatever it was you know all the things mm-hmm. that people kind of snidely say back to you or like oh I've not heard of that or yeah. you're like but I know how much work I've put in to make that thing happen and I might have a a small audience of people who actually enjoy what I do and I the amount of people that I've spoken to over the years that have wanted to put out podcasts or write books or do music who have never done it because the minute they look at how much work it is it's overwhelming so I need to like really start respecting the fact that I got into it and got on with it and was consistent and just kept going and kept going and kept going and then but I'd still allow really you know voices of of people that had no knowledge of what I was doing and you know felt that it was their duty to give me constructive criticism. And one of the things I learned out of that is like, I will never take constructive criticism Mm. from people who have not constructed anything.
0: Yeah. Like if you're not in the arena, you're not here with me putting in the work. It it It's so interesting how your self-love, your self-love journey became a self-acknowledgement journey, Mm. really recognizing who you are, what you've done, how much work you put into something, and the way that it makes you feel. I think we Mm -hmm. can get lost often in the output and what it looks like and how many people you know are looking at it or listening to it but at the end of the day you know it comes back to how what you're creating makes you feel and the impact that it's having you know on, on your life yeah
1: and and I think that's you know if you think of any good relationship that you have like it's always when you actually know something completely inside out you know the things that really makes that person tick you know you know how hard they work you know their dreams and you support them and I realized I I wasn't being that to myself (laughs) so that's that's what self-love was like I have to turn around literally face myself and acknowledge myself and go you've done all of this this is amazing I'm just like let's bow down and and just like give you a total amount of props that's what self-love was Mm -hmm. so I had to like 100% do that and then you know, and this kind of trickled out into what I was doing um in terms of what my spiritual practice was as well, and during that time, and it was you know like a, i 'm still trying to work out what the words are for it, you know a kind of, a real separation of I don't know, self or anything. I don't know what people call it. I've never had a feeling like that. Things got to the point where I'm like, do you know what? We have to just focus on getting on with today. It's like literally, okay, this is what we need to do to kind of get the body through the day. We get up, we do this, we eat, we do that. we do, You know, and just pulling it all the way back to... Mm-hmm. All of those kind of things. And then I had a little bit of guilt about the fact that I wasn't practicing as much as I used to. And I was missing lectures and I wasn't listening to certain things. And when I started to really just kind of like try and tune back into mantra, it wasn't touching the sides at all. It was just like, I'm like, why am I feeling like agitated by it? Why am I feeling taunted by it? This isn't working for me. And the only thing that really got me through that time was going back to listen to gospel music, mm. real gospel singers. And I remember speaking to a friend of mine who, you know, had her, she was going through a similar thing. And she'd said to me that it was a quote or something that Mar- Marion Williamson had said is, You know, when we go through the deepest times, we actually go back to praying the way that we did when we were children. Mm. And I, I come from the church church, you know, that's my background. And it was it was only in listening to those that music i felt the person who was singing it the emotion and and the way that it touched me like the music the chords the the connection that the singer had with the song the way that she it was and it was usually female singers that i'd listen to more so the way that they were expressing their pain and also their optimism and their faith in god the way that they did that that's what got me through Mm. that's what literally just kept me going and then when I started to try and still go back to other practices I was like in it but not you know it was like yeah this is cool but it felt a lot of the time for me that it felt like there was a lot of bypassing going on it's like we can't just always skip over the pain sometimes you've got Mm. to sit in it and 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 really examine what it is is being brought up trying to trying to just kind of blast it away with all the tools and the trick is sometimes that's that's not really authentic you can't just skip over things and and pretend what's things are not happening and and then what's really interesting now is because as with so many different spiritual communities, so many secrets and and things are coming to light because we're in that age now where all the awful things that have been suppressed and pushed to a side and ignored over the years have actually kind of brought themselves to light in mm-hmm. all, all forms of narcissism in, in a way. Because if I look at all the things that have like been extracted from my life, have all been very narcissistic relation and codependent relations on my, my part and that's what's happened in this period of time family or friendships or spiritual relationships that had like a codependency and narcissistic and codependency um, level to them have just been blown out the water
0: Mm. thank you for everything that you just shared i mean you've been on such a journey you've been on Mm -hmm. such a journey for the last six to nine months and i think (laughs) it was almost sounds like you had to make a return to the basics in your life make a return from practicing kundalini you know the way that you were before to stripping all that away, returning to the basics and really just listening to gospel music, to what you grew up with. The same Mm -hmm. thing with your self-love journey, which I think goes hand in hand, peeling away the layers, what was going on, the frustration, the pain to back to the basics of, I am here to acknowledge me. I Mm -hmm. am here to honor and to love me. And it's fascinating. Like when we, when we make that choice to return to those basics, We acknowledge our pain, we sit in the pain, and then you move through it. Mm. Do you feel like now you've moved through it? Are you still moving through it? What is this journey like where you
1: are at right now? I think something that with with healing you never really know where you are um you know you don't know how long the road it's like like grief you don't Mm -hmm. know how long the road is because there will always be you know something will bubble up for a moment but i i do believe like the the depths of of where i had to sit and lie and and be and examine those parts are over for now and i'm coming out the other side going right i'm ready to relaunch now i'm it also made me really look at my health and what I was doing because when I went through that time then I started to be really disordered in my eating as well so I had to kind of look at that and go okay that needs addressing because you know you can do that for so long but then it will start to have a Mm long-term effect on your health if you have all of these ambitions then it's not going to happen without your health so I needed to start to really educate myself on health educate myself on the way that the body works so um, I feel that yeah I've I'm coming out of it and I'm stripping away all the things that don't serve in, mm-hmm. in a way that's like gracefully allowing things to go as, a lo- as opposed to holding things on going, well, if I don't have this, what am I going to have? And, and being yeah. scared of the void and the vacuum, actually, I'm kind of allowing things to fall away and welcome in the space now mm-hmm. because there's room for whatever life is organizing for me all I knew is that I need to get back into this work and push it even more with the with the respect like as if I was working for somebody else you Mm -hmm. know sometimes you work harder for other people than you do for yourself you know and just really push it forward and have a bigger vision of what it can be and just put all my might into it as well as working on myself and just see what can happen so that's kind of where I'm at I love it (laughs) I mean it's
0: amazing. I love what you said that with healing, we never really know where we're at within that journey, but you do mm-hmm. start to notice things shift. You feel a desire to return to what you were doing before and maybe reinvent it or reinvent yourself. And You feel more, you feel invigorated, I think again. And I think it's interesting how joy can really play a role in that aspect of our journey too. I'd love to know what role joy has played for you. Do you find that you have more joy in your life now? Do you find that you're still working on joy? Because I think it can be really tied to that spiritual experience and to that self-love journey as well. I think I've,
1: I've found, uh, I found, I have more of a vision of what it can be. And I when I was mm-hmm. at the women's Day event that I was at today as well and so many people were t- talking about their journey how how much how much darkness had been through we all have our story and I was just saying we need to just reframe it you know of the only way we're gonna know what joy is is it's a relative term you know if we just live life on the flat line then it's on the flat line you know it never goes up or down how do you know if you're happy or sad mm-hmm. you're just it, you're, it's just cool it's cool it's cool but I think I'm open Open to whatever joy can be because there are so many pockets of things that I would like to fill even from a point where I'm like I don't know how that's going to happen mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. sitting from here but I, I all I'm doing is just Going, I'd like this, I'd like this. And some of these are just like, you know, relationships. I'd like to move into a new place. I'd like to, you know, I've been working on getting really fit. So I know that I'm going to treat myself to something like that. That I just recently cut my hair. You know what I mean? It's just all this kind of transformation of going into whatever's possible and just, and not even knowing what it is it's, it's it's a real big space at the moment i always i've always had a connection with the butterfly and just seeing like butterflies turn up as well mm. in in times where you know I always just kind of be drawn to to the transformation of the butterfly and that's one of I, I'm just in, enjoying kind of reinventing and changing and changing and changing mm. and just making things different and I think my and the word that carries me through that someone actually threw it as an insult to try and break me and said oh god you're so resilient you know because they were really trying to and get to me that's a bad t- thing. do you know what but you know the way that it was said was like in a way that like someone was really trying to get me and it was just like it it wasn't working for them but I'm like every time I see anything where that word's posted I'm like damn right I am you know and and the fact that you know I I feel like I've got the darkest time that I've ever experienced and I'm on the other side of it you you just have this kind of try me then (laughs) you know like do your absolute best because you don't know where I've been. I, I haven't even like gone into the details with most of the people that I know of mm-hmm, where I was. Mm-hmm. So, and it's not even necessary. It's just, I need to know where I was and where I came out of and what I'm going to do going yeah, forward. Exactly. And I won't be tried. I think
0: it's important to know where you were and where mm-hmm. you're going. And if there's anyone in the world that needs to know that it, it's you. And I think that's really powerful and it's an incredible message. And I love what you said too, that that you're redefining and relooking at what joy looks like for you and how you can bring it into your life and, and being resilient, I think, within your self-love journey, within your spiritual practice, within your business and within your joy. And I think that's an incredibly powerful message, I think, for so many. What has surprised you the most about this journey that you've been on, about
1: this connection between self-love and spirituality? I think what surprised me the most is how much I I hadn't given myself credit. Mm-hmm. And I always thought that I was readily sing my praises and, you know, be, 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 proud of what I did and it wasn't that I wasn't proud of it but I just never gave myself the props and then was really disappointed when other people didn't <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. it's like so it's it's like knowing that I have to take full and total credit for everything that I do first it's like I have to kind of go in there going I yeah. did that I did that I'm doing that I'm creating this because I know and you you and I both know that creating content like this on a consistent level in terms of quality, speaking to good people and just keeping it out there and keeping it interesting takes a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, just because people can access it for free or it just turns up and it doesn't look like anything doesn't mean anything. There's a lot that goes, there's a lot of intelligence that you have to have to be able to create something like that there are a lot of skills there's a myriad of skills Mm -hmm. that you need to have in order to create that there are people out there that have majorly majorly successful podcasts that get millions of views but they have like you know 10 people doing it all for them right so it's just like remember that you're doing the job of x amount of people and you're you're making it happen Mm -hmm. so it's just like reminding myself Exactly how many skills I have, how much vision I have, what a powerhouse, and what I'm cre- capable of. And also that I don't need to ask anybody for permission yeah. and I don't need to. You know, and and also to honor my gut as well when things feel wrong or when I can't make sense of things, when it just instinctively feels wrong for me to be in a situation, no matter what I thought it was going to be, to just literally just walk away and just go, I cannot be here Mm -hmm. anymore. Mm -hmm. And I've had to, I've had to do that and, and, It's been surprising in the areas that I've had to do it most recently. And it's, you know, you you still mourn because you're like, man, I just didn't expect this to go this way. But in order to preserve myself and what I think is my own personal integrity, I have to kind of stand on on what my values are. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. I so agree and my biggest takeaway from what we've shared in this conversation is don't underestimate yourself and believe in yourself Mm. and when you do it has the power to transform you but often you have to go through that period of time where you actually did underestimate yourself or you didn't love yourself the way that you deserve so that you can get to the other side and really really treasure and value who you are and Carol thank you so much for having this conversation with me it's been I think we said like nine months or so since we connected but it feels like we <laughs> yeah. picked up just where we left off so please share where everyone can find you connect your amazing podcast i mean speaking of
1: creations where where can everyone find you and and learn more my instagram handle is casmic so that's c-a-z-m-i-c-k and i post links out to all my other social media i'm on facebook under carol may wittig um, i'm in my Facebook game uh, back up again as well mm-hmm. so but um, you can go to my website which is carolmaywhittick.com so that's c-a-r-o-l-m-a-e-w-h-i-t-t-i-c-k.com, and then you can go to Spotify you can go to Apple Podcasts for her conversations
0: perfect I'm going to include everything in the show notes it'll be so easy for everyone to find you and Carol just thank you so much again this, this was a lot of fun
1: perfect thank you